What's up, citizens? It's your girl, Kina Zantel. I hope everything's going well. It's Citizen the Pod. And today, I'm going to be talking to another awesome homie. I always call her my lawyer friend. Um, <laughs> the woman she like grew up to be right before my eyes is just so inspirational. And I'm just so excited to still be her friend and have her still in my life. One day, I might meet her. You know what I'm saying? But hopefully in a good way, of course. So let me introduce you to Sherelle Elliott. What's up, Sherelle? Hi, first and foremost, Kina. Thank you so much for um, just allowing me to join your podcast. But more importantly, taking the time out of your day to even um, let me do this interview with you. I truly feel honored. Um, and I just want to put a quick disclaimer out there. Um, I am currently waiting on my results. Um, I am not an attorney yet, um, and so once I become uh, once I become uh, sworn in and, and sign my name on the official data line, then and only then will I become an attorney, and then I can give out legal advice. So all of the information um, that I am disclosing in all of the um, any of the statements that I'm giving currently. It's only it's coming from okay. my opinion. It's not coming from any any legal advice. As well, first of all, I just watched Power, so until I actually pay you yes. a dollar and retain you, you yes. can't really <laughs> protect me anyway. So you know. <laughs> yes. No. That's no. That's very true. But I think sometimes, um, and I'm, I'm just honestly just CYA mm-hmm. myself uh, because individuals will think that oh because you're speaking on on a legal matter offering you know statements on behalf of a legal matter that this is legal advice and I should you know pay attention to what this person is saying and that that's where the misconception becomes right. an issue you know so I just wanted to yeah I just wanted to put that out there um and and hope you know hope that everyone well listen (laughs) one thing is for sure we're gonna speak it into existence so i'm sure you will be attorney elliot in no time um and two like i'm i'm happy like this was just an example of ethical leadership and i'm going to have an episode coming out talking about ethical leadership and you see how like up front this is an example of just like how people should be in business and in politics i mean thank you for that glowing example (laughs) You are very, you're very welcome. I just honestly like, and this is, I'm sure this is taken away from what we're currently going to discuss, but I think that a lot of times um, people in this profession, in the legal profession, before they become licensed, they, they automatically presume that because mm-hmm. you've graduated, you know, with your JD, that that automatically signs and delivers you as right. an attorney and it does not. Um, like I said, you know, like it, it, there, there's a there's an ethical issue, and the ethical board mm-hmm. is very very strict on um, on that rule of holding yourself out as an attorney before you are one. Like that's a big deal. That's like saying you're a doctor, like that young right. guy did in North Carolina. Say I think it was North Carolina. Saying you're a mm-hmm. doctor and you're really not like that. Like that's a big deal. But yes, when you do the ethical podcast, let me know because I am I am so for rules and regulations and compliance and ethics and Well, that'll be dropping soon, but I think you will provide a great perspective um, in regards to this issue. It's definitely one I touched on a little bit before, um, but I think it's something that we need to can you know still talk about, and that's the stand your ground law in Florida. 
um, which is currently in jeopardy because we recently um, elected the first African-American gubernatorial candidate um, for the state of Florida who ran on the idea of repealing yes. standard ground. So amen to Floridians who who yes. stepped out and voted yes. last week, Tuesday. Um, he made the issues his priority. He was outspent like 20 to 1. He was, the polls didn't have this man winning. They had him at 11% and had two other front runners. But he knew that his ground game and that young people wanted something different. So he stayed true to his story. He stayed true to his principles and what he thought Floridians, especially Democrats in Florida, thought was important. So thank you, um, mm-hmm. for, I'm like hoping that he wins. This is historic. We got three states, Maryland, Florida, um, and Georgia, where we got African-American candidates running for governor. I mean, with everything we've been talking about going on at the federal level, the only way to check that is states and states' rights. So listen, uh, listen, okay, if you are not, again, if you are not registered to vote, I'm going to beat this over your head. So you might as well just go get registered. So let's talk a little bit. I agree. I agree. And I agree. And I think that, um, especially in a black community, a lot of individuals do not understand the importance of right. local votes. Um, again, this is away from what we're discussing, but it's an important matter. A lot of people don't understand the importance of voting for your your judges, your 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 senators, your um, your councilmen. All of that plays a factor into many other roles right. in politics, especially when it right. comes to presidency. Um, vote, you know, that determines the electoral vote as it relates to mm-hmm. each respective state. Um, and so uh, voting on that level, because the state laws plays a, play a major factor into so many different realms right. as it relates to crime. Um, and a lot of people don't take that into consideration, especially, right. especially the youth. Um, they have this ignorant mindset of, and I say ignorance, not in the sense of, you know, um, it's, it's, like something bad, but ignorance in the fact of they yes. don't know. It's yes. just a lack of knowledge as it relates to them thinking or having this mindset of, well, okay, well, what can this politician do for me? All they're going to do is lie and steal and mm-hmm. do all of this other stuff. They're not directly, you know, um, impacting my mm-hmm. household, so Wrong. I don't care. Wrong. Because essentially what you're doing is the, the lack of voting has a major an impact on those very things that can affect your right. household. So it's, it's, it's counterintuitive because they don't necessarily, they right, don't know. Right. They don't know. And I think that education on voting and the importance of voting is important because the very thing that society took away from African-Americans, women, you know, felons, like that way back when. Right, right kind of like a reoccurring issue that like we didn't have this right you know and, and back like back in the day right. but now we do and now that we do people still don't take advantage yeah of that's an issue well me. listen i'm hoping that every young person that's listening to you know this pod is is like just catching the voter vibe because it's just local local elections matter i mean DAs matter your governor matters and for us to have have governor have folks running for governor that are running on issues that do directly you know impact our lives I mean come on there's there's no way to get around the importance of those things so I did Wikipedia Google 
the definition of stand your ground. And I'm going to get your opinion on this law. So I'm going to just read what Mm -hmm. I was able to find on Google. So they basically said a stand your ground law is a justification in a criminal case whereby defendants can stand their ground and use force without a treat without retreating in order to protect and defend themselves or others against threats or perceived threats. What do you think about this, this law? I think that um, the central ground law, as sad as this sounds, I feel like this this law is is not meant to hurt America. History, George Zimmerman, this current um, mm-hmm. this current situation with Michael, um, I'm gonna just say Michael D. You know, like with, even with with that instance, with so many other instances that happen in these in in Florida that has the Sandra ground law. Essentially, this is a way for mm-hmm. gun individuals who carry guns. This Ooh. is a way for them to say, right. you know what, what I'm doing right now is justified. Why? Because of standard ground law. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I don't like the fact that, you know, you can see someone walking down the street and they have a cell phone in their hand, but because they're Hispanic, because they're black, because they're a female, you know, or for whatever reason, oh, I, you don't have a reason, yeah. but you're going to shoot them just because of this law. That's not okay to me. That's not okay. Like, you cannot take, you cannot put, or take life into yeah. your own hands. Like you cannot, you can't choose life or death when it comes to somebody else. And because this law is in place, which I think this law needs to be repealed, because this law is in place, I feel like individuals who are behind the trigger, mm-hmm. they're the ones that are saying, you know what? I have justification. I have Sandra Brown. I feel threatened. How do you feel threatened with another? <laughs> what what bothers me is the fact that white people feel so threatened yes. by black being in the presence of black people right. that even yes. if we don't have a gun, they're still threatened. That's crazy to me. Like you are so in fear of us that anything yes. like our presence threatens the yes. fuck out of you and excuse my language, but that is so real. And that bothers me. Like I could be standing in the line with you, with another, like, you know, just with another white person. Yes. And yep. Yep. because I'm there, you feel threatened. Yeah. That's a problem. That, that's sincerely a problem with me, and I don't like it. Not one bit. Like, I just I just don't understand it. And the standard ground law, I, like I said earlier, I do think that that law needs to be repealed because it's just a justification for the individual who has the yep. gun in their hand to say what I did was justified. Why? Because I'm standing my ground. Because I feel like, you know, this right. person who entered into, into my home or this person who was standing on my property, they deserve mm-hmm. to be shot just because they're on my property. That's fucked up. That's so messed up. I don't agree with it whatsoever. And until we yes. change the nothing. individuals who nothing. sit in those seats, um, and we recently nothing heard will get a done few stories at of all. this. There was the caught on camera We've seen the recent Stand Your Ground um, newsworthy story that happened with like Michael Dreika. He was 47. Um, he has been, he was charged with the July 19th death of Marquise McLaughlin outside of Clearwater, outside of Clearwater Convenience Store in Pinellas County, um, in Pinellas County, Georgia. Not Georgia, I'm sorry, Florida. Um, Bernie McCabe said that Dreyka was being held at the Florida. county jail on a hundred thousand dollars bail because, again, 
we have an incident where caught on camera, thank God, a black woman is being harassed in a car by a white man who's mad because she's parked in a handicapped spot. Her boyfriend comes outside, sees him coming for his girlfriend. He pushes the white man. He t- And then the black man clearly turns around and this white guy takes his guns out, shoots him and kills him. Uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm floored that, again, that yes. is a, a, an example of, you know, a, a white person being just so, so fearful and so threatened of any black body. I mean, he pushed you, sure, but he, he was going to right. walk away from you and you shot him. And you know what, Kena? The thing that, that bothers me the most with situations like this is the fact that this man did right. not have a reason. You did not have a reason to shoot him at all. And you did it. Not yes. only did you do it and this man died, you did it in front of his kids. So now you have yet another household yep. that's divided and broken because their father is no longer there. Yes. Why? Out of the actions of another white person. Like, that affects me because essentially <laughs> the way that society today is set up, I feel like they want to tear apart black families day by day, second by second, right. person by person. If you're not taking out the father, you want to take out the children. In this situation that occurred, I, uh, I'm just I'm, I'm just still appalled by it, um, just because, like I said, the very fact that this white person is using the standard ground law as a justification of, of a means is not okay. The fact that this individual, you know, you don't, yeah. You, you have to take a lesser the, the 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 lesser of the two evils. So essentially, you can't you can't kill someone because of like. So I, I, I like basically, are you indicating that a shove is 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 way like is more important than someone's life right, because shove. he shoved exactly. you? You want to then take out a gun and kill him? How do you like? How do you how do you justify mm-hmm. that? How do you say you know right. what? Right. Like you are a man. Fight it out. Do what you need to do. Don't resort to violence. Like, don't resort mm-hmm. to pulling out a gun because this law is in place. And I think that Florida needs to really yeah. step up and do something, like, right now. Before more black individuals, oh, like, what would it have to take? I thought Trayvon Martin was enough. What, what, like, what more would it have to take in order for Florida to right. really step up and say, you know what? This isn't right. And, I, and I, I'm glad that the current individual who, who won... You know who won the election? He's actually sure in office and so trying do you to think do something, that, but it takes more than one person. You know, the guy who pulled the trigger, do you think that he would have been charged if there, was, there, was, there wasn't video surveillance? Do you think witness evidence um, would really be enough? You know what? That's a... There, okay, so going back okay. to me, uh, so... There's a fine line in that answer. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying not to, I'm, I'm going to give my opinion and I'm, I'm not going to give any. Okay. So when it comes to that, okay. it's very, there's many factors that play into witness testimony. So 
if for whatever reason they didn't have a video, but they had, they were like solely on witness testimony. Do you have to look at the credibility of that witness? Okay. But more importantly, what if that witness don't show up? Right. Will you then still have a case? You know, so I think that because we're in 2018 and because technology has helped and sometimes tender, so it's important for us to have video footage, whether it's, you know, a body cam, whether it's footage from outside of the, you yeah. know, of the, of the convenience store, the department store, whatever, those cameras, whether it's your own personal cell phone. I think that currently, if individuals didn't start recording police brutality, if they didn't start recording, you know, some of these injustice right. actions, I a agree. lot of these cases would not be heard of. Um, but I'm mean, the rug, and I, I'm glad that this was recorded. I'm glad that the system has shifted in a way to allow evidence of, of that right. have allowed, like, video footage to become evidence as it relates to cases. Because even then, and even because, like, he had this recording, the question then yes, becomes, will right. he still be tried to the highest level of, right. of degree? Exactly. Trayvon Martin, prime example. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't there video video footage or not even video footage? There was 911 tape that caused, as it related to his death, witnesses. But they, the prosecutors, they charged too high when oh, it came to okay. George Zimmerman. And so they couldn't reach their burden of proof. That. So do you think cell phones have changed you know, have changed the game in regards to, like, policing procedures. Do you think police... Absolutely. Absol absolutely. And honestly, Tina, that question is so, it's so heavy because the question then becomes not have cell phones changed, but the fact that officers are now killing black people right. because they think that they have a gun as it relates to cell phones. So, like, the cell phones can help us as it relates to video footage cameras, but then also a cell phone can hinder us because the officers believe that, oh, they, they have oh. a wallet or they have a cell phone, so that must be a gun without even seeing it. That must be Since when? a cell phone looks like a gun now. That's not a bad, like, what? How do you, like, yeah, like, where's the correlation between a cell phone and a gun? Because someone has a cell phone, because someone is reaching for a cell phone, you assume that right. they're reaching for their gun, so you're going you're gonna to shoot. Right. To kill. Or apprehend, like shoot to not apprehend. Not shoot to injure, but shoot so to kill. So you can down. No, that's not what you're doing. It's shoot to kill. Right. 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 And again, I think that having a cell phone in today's age as it relates to, as it relates to crimes, I think right. that's important. Because especially with social media, we can upload a video footage of, of, of police brutality right. in the lesson right. and it can go viral in less than five seconds. Well, listen to this. A June study done by Texas A&M University found that stand your ground laws tend to let me see, let me get this right, tend to um, tend to track the existing racial disparities in homicide convictions across the U.S. Um, so you basically end up seeing Whites who kill blacks in stand your ground states are far more likely to be found justified in their killings. So not only mm -hmm. does the law allow white people to have an excuse yep. to kill black bodies, but if a black person is threatened by a white life, there's less of a chance that stand your ground will even be considered you know, will even be considered to protect that person who used the law. 
I mean, there it just it boggles my mind that in reverse, black bodies can't be protected. And that's and, and I mean, it's it's just racial di- racial disparities can be seen yep. on both sides of this yep. conversation. And of yep. course, it's an injustice. Yep. It's an injustice for us. Yep. And I feel like it's 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 damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like as African Americans, mm-hmm. the society don't want to see us win. They don't want to see us win, and that's so fucked up. And it's, again, excuse my language. That's so that that that's a problem, and that's why we have to come together and be strong as a you like as a community even more because you have right. you have things that are in place that don't want to mm-hmm. see us succeed. There's 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 devices such as this. Wow. That's that's an issue. It can protect Agreed. a white man, but it don't protect a black person. How? How is that even okay? There's, there's racial disparity is, is a thing, and it still, and it still will become a thing until we change that. Um, you know, I'll, you know, it's definitely a movement. I say it on every podcast. You know, the surge 2018 is about us sending a hundred thousand men to the polls, just like we, you know, send a hundred thousand men to war all the time. And we still have soldiers overseas that are still protecting us. Yes. But then, especially black soldiers who come home yes. and the law does not protect them. Easily, a, 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 you know, an African-American veteran can be threatened. Life can be threatened in a second. So, Sherelle, we were talking about the surge and everyone should definitely vote in November. But what do the midterm elections mean to you? That's a really good question. Um, I think that midterm elections are just as important as primary elections. Mm-hmm. Um, midterm elections, to me, um, is the ha- I mean, to me, it's just like they sound. It's the halfway mark, getting to the the grand opening, getting to that that last hoorah, saying, right. "Hey, if you can make it to this point, then you can make it to the to the finish line." Um, I'm not that savvy on political terminology yet. Um, but I, I do have a, a quite grasp on what I think um, it may be. And, and that's that's what I think. I think midterm elections, you know, are to weave out the individuals that don't necessarily belong at the table. Right. Um, and if you can't make the cut, then you have to try again next time and come, you know, come stronger than you think you came before. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great point. I think that you know, especially those who are considering becoming candidates, you know, losses are lessons, right? That is very true. In real life. And I just think that, you know, folks need to say, hey, you know, I didn't make it this, this first time, but that second time around, I know what to do. I'm going to be ready. And oh, just a a point of fact that you got more name recognition now, honey. So you might as well go that, ahead and, and, I think, and keep going. And I think also, like you said, just going back to turning the loss into lessons. Um, and sometimes you begin to understand where your strength come from. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't know how strong you are until you face with challenges, the oppositions. And um, I know for myself, I, I was, um, doing some homework or doing something related to law. And I remember, I remember saying aloud that if you can't be, if you're not ready or equipped to be, to, to have the idea of being talked about, you're not Mm -hmm. ready for success. Right. (laughs) Excuse me. And I mean that across the border Um, Mm -hmm. and even in the political realm, you have, 
these political campaign ads that may bring up someone's darkest past, something that you thought was buried. But if you're not ready for that to come to light, then you're not ready for the light in general. Right. Um, because all of that will, will, will surface and not mm-hmm. in just mid midterm elections, uh, primaries, anything mm-hmm. that relates to politics. Right. So how can the people connect with you outside of this past, outside of this podcast? Are you on Twitter? Are you on Facebook? What's next for you? Um, so the next thing for me, um, multiple things. Um, I like to um, allow people to see me grow, allow people to see my journey. Uh, one way mm-hmm. that they can see that happen is follow me on Facebook at Sherelle R. Elliott. That's C-H-A-R. E-L-L, capital R, and then Elliot, E-L-L-I-O-T-T. I am on LinkedIn as well. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm getting over this really horrible cold. I'm on LinkedIn as well, same mm-hmm. first and last name, Sherelle R. Elliot. Um, I'm not on Twitter and or Instagram as much, um, but those are the two primary ways of, of getting in contact with me, following my journey, following my path to success. Um, and they have any questions or any you know any follow-up feedback or just overall um advice regarding my career path and why I chose the path that I chose I'm more than happy to sit down and do a one-on-one with them that's awesome I mean we're all people there's so many young people that are interested in the law um and think about going to law school or just all kinds of different graduate studies and it's awesome that you're open to have conversations with people because you know sometimes you need an ear I agree and I think too being the first um generation being the first of many in my family um came with its struggles it also came with its pressure Mm -hmm. and um I had no choice but to succeed um I have too many people looking up to me that down on me so I have to I have to reach the top that's um, awesome. There's no, there's no other way around it. So, like I said, if anyone has um, any aspirations of going to law school, don't know, you know, if they want to go into anything, anything related, not even just related to law. Um, I, I always want to put myself in a position to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I cannot help you, I want to be coined as the go, you know, the go-to person. She may not know, but she knows someone. I know someone that may know how to put me in the right direction. Okay. Um, and and that's and that's where I'm at right now. I want to be able to, you know, use my platform in a most positive, successful um, way ever to lift others as I climb. And not just in our community, but all races, all all walks of life, you know, young, middle age, senior citizens. You just never know. I had someone in my law school class who was in her 50s. Mm. And she went to law school. You're that's never too old. You're never too young to 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 achieve success. If you want it, the only person that's stopping you is you. Like the question becomes, how bad do you want it? So, that's great. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. I for thought this was me. a popping conversation. Yes. I mean, like it's like so. You know, you get so emotional having this conversation with people, and I think that people are going to really feel like our realness. So, again, I want to thank you for being on the show. You're awesome. You will be back for sure on the show. Um, (laughs) I want to thank all the listeners out there who just keep tuning in. We've got a whole bunch of episodes out, so I'm just excited to kind of keep this going. They should know they can follow me at The Surge 2018 on Instagram. 
and on Twitter because they know I like to tweet and talk trash. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm also on Twitter at Citizen the Pod. So hopefully we can start figuring out topics that the people want to hear. So tweet me, um, hit the DM. You know, I'm on Facebook, Kina's on Tell too. So hey, you know how to find me. You know how to find Sherelle. It's a movement, baby. Keep it pushing for all. Keep it pushing yes. for the culture. Yes. And again, you have listened to Citizen the Pod.